All right, hello, and welcome to Brett's Botany Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about my independent plant project that I've been working on now since September. A pretty long while, even though time kind of feels like an illusion. Anyway, the idea for my project came from pure curiosity, really. I was watching a gardening show with my parents, who absolutely adore gardening shows, and the host of this one made a comment about how he'd rather die of thirst than give his plants tap water. Okay, so that's a little hyperbolic, but I got his point. At the time, the project was being assigned and I needed a topic and this seemed like the perfect opportunity. So my question soon became, how does watering plants with different water really affect them? Would I see visual changes? How would I measure growth? To be totally honest, how would I measure growth was the part that really tripped me up. I was looking for visual changes, right? I should take photos and track how fast each plant was growing, so I made a plan. I'll measure and photograph my little plant friends once a week every Sunday and water every Wednesday and it would be all neat and wrapped up in a little bow in an easy to understand Excel spreadsheet. I was ready. Like I said, I had plans, but <laughs> disaster struck. Okay, now maybe I'm being a little hyperbolic. What really happened was this. First, I decided to do some background research. I visited some garden websites and planty blogs, which seemed to have the most knowledge on what type of water was the best. I tried to check out multiple of these types of sources to cross-reference the information between them just because they were the more bloggy type of site. The two articles I used most were by places like The Houseplant Hobbyist and Hunker. I also thought it would be good for me to have some basic knowledge on the basil plant, which was the plant I decided to grow. I learned that basil plants prefer sun but can also handle partial sun, and that they love constant moisture. I got this information from clemson.edu. Clemson is a university in South Carolina, and that particular article is from the College of Agriculture, Forestry, and Life Sciences, also Clemson-based. Another source, which I found after I completed the project and I just kind of thought was funny, was the layout of a project similar to mine for a kindergarten science fair. Even if I graduated from kindergarten a few years ago, this site, education.com, was surprisingly helpful for finding out how my project should have turned out. After researching, I began setting up my plants by getting the seeds. I made sure that they were all the same kind, that being basil, and that I planted the same amount of seeds in each section of the planter. Speaking of the planter, actually, I found the perfect planter for this experiment in my backyard. It's long and made of plastic, but it has dividers down the middle and across to create 14 sectioned off plots. Of course, I only needed three, but it allowed for even more control over outside variables. After being planted, the plants were placed on a windowsill where they would all get around the same light levels. I was really trying to make sure the only variable that would be changed in this experiment was the types of water. And now all that was left was to wait and watch the seeds grow. I kept up with the watering. Every week, the plant on the left got two tablespoons of rainwater, the middle got two tablespoons of tap water, and the right got two tablespoons of filtered water. Unfortunately, I didn't keep up with the photos. It's less that I forgot, per se, and more that by the time I remembered each week, it seemed like such a difficult task to actually get up and walk all the way over there and get out my phone and get a picture. No, but in all seriousness, that was a lack of planning on my part, and I think I've actually learned a lot from it, which I'll get into later. 
I did, however, get the measurements of the basil plants, and this is where it gets more interesting. The first measurement I took, week one, was, not surprisingly, zero centimeters for all three plants. There wasn't much growth by week two, either. Skipping ahead to the last week, you can really see the total growth of each plant and how they compared to one another. Now, before I continue, there is one more, uh, disaster that took place. Unfortunately, I lacked the foresight or experience to know how to collect rainwater for indoor plants. My first thought, and the one that I went with, was, oh, I'll just put a bowl in the backyard. How hard can it be? And maybe it's the Seattle stereotypes getting to me, but I did not take into account the possibility that there may be a few weeks without rain, and that the little bowl I put in the backyard may not hold enough water. Yet another lesson to be learned there, I suppose. Okay, back to the measurements. Let's start with the rainwater. From week one, zero centimeters, it ended up by the final week to be at zero centimeters. It came full circle, I suppose. Hakuna Matata, right? Now, moving on to the tap water basil plant. I hypothesized that this plant would grow the least, as it seems like all the gardening articles I've looked into don't seem to like tap water very much. This plant grew a total of... 5.28 centimeters. And the filtered water plant, which I hypothesized would grow the second most, grew a total of 5.46 centimeters. So, wow, that's pretty darn close. And by pretty darn, I mean that the filtered water only grew 0.18 centimeters more than the tap water. As for visual comparisons, the two plants really weren't that different. They both look green and healthy and smell great. The only possible difference is perhaps that the tap water plant may be a little droopier and seems to absorb water a little faster, but this could also be from different uncontrollable variables. Well, I think there's a lot to be learned from this, the results aren't as dramatic and interesting as I had predicted. I was kind of hoping for one of the plants to shoot up and absolutely trample the others like some kind of radioactive super plant. I can see now how that's a little unrealistic. On the topic of learning, actually, like I said prior, I really do think I learned a lot from this, even if the experiment didn't quite turn out the way I expected. First of all, I got to actually grow a plant from a seed, like an actual little seed that I planted, which I haven't done in a long time. I also learned that the added chemicals in tap water aren't necessarily good for your house plants, and there can actually be a visual difference, especially in height, that comes from watering with spring or rainwater. Those two types of water seem to be the most recommended from everything I read. In general, I think that long experiments like this can be useful to practice skills like long-term planning as well as data collection. Even though this is a skill I need to improve, I feel like the whole long-term planning aspect is actually really nice in a time where everything is so uncertain. Hey, maybe I don't know if I can go to college next year, but at least I can water my basil plants every Wednesday, right? I also know now that if you want to collect rainwater, use a big bowl and don't ever trust Seattle weather. To finish off this podcast, I thought I'd ask a few questions that this project brought up for me. First off, how different are houseplants from wild plants? And secondly, are houseplants more suited to taking the chemicals from the tap, like chlorine and everything else that's mixed in with tap water? Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Brett's Botany Podcast. Thank you so much for listening.